Hello everyone, welcome back to Disverse Worldwide, the UK podcast all about the Disney and Universal theme parks. You're back with Sam and Paul. Hi, you feeling, Paul? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Uh, quarantine madness setting in. Yeah, just a little bit. I've realised something as well. Go on. Um, going to the supermarket at the moment is a bit like riding Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. That's a specific ride reference. Well, to explain. No matter what time you get there, there's always a really long wait. So yeah. you get anticipation from this really long wait. You're not sure what's going to happen when you get inside. You get inside, it's ultimately quite disappointing, and you come out thinking, why did I wait that long to do that? How long have you had that one in the bank? Uh, about two hours. <laughs> Since I went to Tesco today, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, the, uh, I, I seem to have um, found a supermarket that doesn't really tend to bother with this waiting outside stuff. Um, the Asda near me don't seem to do it, so, you know, I'll yeah, just it, well, keep it going depends. there. It's all about timing. Like, I went at the wrong time today. Good Friday, and I thought, I need to get a few bits. It's a bad idea. I need a few bits as well, and by bits I mean beer. Yeah, that was mainly what I went for as well. But you've got to yeah. put food in your trolley as well, because if you've got just beer, you're going to get a fine. Yeah, what? Oh, well, let's not go into it, but I'm not very happy about this, because how how they can define what essential items are is crazy to me. Like, what I need it, or I will go insane. <laughs> yeah, what if you're an alcoholic? Then beer is essential. Yeah, I, 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 let's not go into it. It's a, this is it's a long <laughs> road to go down. On the plus side, anyway, it's sunny. It's just, it, the summer seems to have arrived early. That's true. So I'm actually wearing shorts today, which so obviously that translates really well for a podcast. Yeah. Um, right, what are we doing today, Sam? Well, we are starting by saying if you're enjoying this podcast, uh, make sure you leave us a five-star rating on your favourite podcast app. Uh, follow our socials, Twitter at Disverse underscore W, Instagram at Disverse underscore Worldwide, Disverse Worldwide at gmail.com on the emails. And we're going back to Universal because we're finishing off our perfect Universal parks. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. yeah, so... This is where we, in the first part of this um, little mini series that we do, we started off designing our own lands, our universal lands, and then we put in existing rides uh, into some of these lands. Um, and now we're going to make some up and put them yeah. in. Um, and I have to say, I'm back to my professional um, imagineering self today rather than um, the slightly off-kilter one that you might have heard in the last podcast. Which where if I you haven't heard, go back and listen to where we have some guests on. We do. The podcast and we, it just, it's just a good laugh, really. We're going to do that more, Sam, aren't we? We're going to have yeah. more guests on because um, we had a good time doing that. So prepare to hear more voices in the future rather than just us. Now, I've got a problem. Go on. I can't remember which order my part was in last time. Well, I've changed mine around because I've got what I think is like my most epic ride and it's in a land that wasn't first, that wasn't, sorry, yeah, it wasn't in the same order um, and I want to talk about this one last, so uh, what I'm going to say is it doesn't matter, just do it in a different order. That's funny because my best ride is, is going to be the last one that I talk about as well. And isn't, cool. is, I remember the first land, I remember the last land, I just don't remember what order the other three were in. Well, well who cares, it doesn't matter. Do you want to go first then? And it, what? Yeah, yeah, I'll go first, yeah. Um, okay, so just a reminder then for everybody. Um, my lands in my own perfect Universal Park, you walk down Hollywood Boulevard, which is a recreation of old Hollywood, and my lands are uh, New York, the Hollywood Backlot, Jurassic World, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and Super Nintendo World. Um, and we'll go for, I'll go through the rides at the end, I think. Um, 
so what I'm going to do is start off in New York. Um, so the existing rides that are here already are The Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man, Terminator 2 3D and Revenge of the Mummy. And the first ride that I'm going to put in here is called The Eighth Wonder of the World. Okay. Um, it's about King Kong, Sam, in case you in, didn't, didn't get the reference. In New York? In New York. That's where King Kong does things in the movie. Oh, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, he climbs up the Empire State Building. Come on. Um, yeah. So this is kind of like my version of Confrontation, which is an old ride that opened with the original Universal Florida um, uh, and basically this is a dart ride where the ride vehicle is like a, uh, like a cable car that's suspended above um, and you're basically escaping the island of Manhattan whilst Kong is destroying the city um, because what I'm going to do I'm going to scale Kong up a bit so in, in the original movie you know he's quite he's relatively small even though he's big for a monkey um, and I'm going to go with the new version of Kong that was scaled up massively. Like, he's huge, the new Kong, um, in the newer movies. Uh, so basically, you're going to go through this dart ride, and I'm going to throw in a lot of these old universal experiences that they seem to have shut down now. Things like, you know, Earthquake. Um, oh, Earthquake, I remember that. That was great as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, I think like that's twist- still present in Singapore. Is it? Oh, right, well, there you go. Um, like twister ride it out and not not necessarily a twister but like you know some of the flat fire effects and uh, the flooding sequence i think that was earthquake the flooding sequence um so stuff like that i'm trying to remember if Uh, that was there in florida i know i've I've been on that recently it was definitely in florida the last time i was there i think that they it's been replaced now by fast and furious Ah, okay um and then there's obviously going to be a huge animatronic king kong uh and I'm going to have him, like, swipe at you, and the cable car will, like, apparently, like, come loose. So it's going to be, like, it's it's going to be a dark rise. It's going to be relatively slow, and it's going to be more about the effects, but there is going to be, like, a quite intense sequence towards the end where it feels like you're going to fall off the cable car. Um, yeah, so that's the eighth wonder of the world. That sounds good. Kong. Um, my second one is um, aptly named Spider-Man Swinging Adventure. Hold um, on. Go on. Is this not... Are you robbing Disney's idea? Well, I'm robbing their idea, but they're not fucking doing it, are they? So it's mine now. Oh, they're definitely not doing that? No, the Spider-Man ride is like uh, some lame, like, shooting ride. Oh, yeah, where, where you, you do, find you, webs you, off and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah dis- disappointing. So instead, Universal are going to nick it and stick it in theirs. So it's like a big pendulum arm on a track. Um, so there's going to be, like, 3D glasses, special effects, and you're chasing after the Green Goblin, swinging through the city, like, on this big swinging contraption. Uh, and I think it'd be really, really cool, really fun. Uh, and I'm really annoyed that Disney aren't doing it. To be honest, I can't really complain because I've actually taken some Disney ideas and put them into mine as well. So yeah, You know, if they're, if they're not going to do it, you know, these ideas are on the table. That's what oh, I'll I've, say. Oh, I've straight up robbed ideas that already exist. Well, there you go. Right, <laughs> okay, so that's, so that's New York for me now, complete. Okay. Well, my, you know, if you remember my first one is you walk down um, your standard universal entrance with like shops and stuff like that. Um, and you came to the American Adventure where mm-hmm. I had a very oh, loosely yes, I themed area. I forgot your, um, your themed area. Yeah, we had, um, what did it have now? Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket, Sesame Street and Jaws. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, Sesame Street was in New York. So I've got a second one, which is called, rather imaginatively, Helicopter Over New York. Okay. 
Um, so think of soaring. Yeah. That sort of technology, but you've basically got like a fake helicopter and the screen's all the way around it. Okay. Um, apart from the bottom, which is going to be like decked out like a real helipad. So that's going to be like a fit. Oh, no, actually, that won't make sense because then you're flying your still over a helipad. Forget that. Um, yeah. So, so the bottom, the whole thing is a screen. You're in like a big screen. Okay. Uh, and it's just going to simulate a helicopter ride over New York and then a storm's going to come in. Okay. And the helicopter's just going to go like all over the place. This and it's just sounds be... like a, like traumatic. Yeah, it's going to be a really tense experience, but you come out of it in the end. Right, okay. Where's the IP? Um, well, it, it doesn't all have to be IP though, does it? Well, I don't think it has to be, but, you know, I can't imagine you being the uh, Universal Shareholders meeting and saying, this is going to get the uh, the guests to my park. We've got a traumatic helicopter crash experience. Listen, I'm going to be honest. I went with American Adventure. I put in three rides that I liked, and then I ran out of ideas. So this uh, yeah, is, this is not. I the thought best that might be a, that might have been a danger when you came up with that, <laughs> that themed land. I'm very much getting the weak ones out of the way because the uh, <laughs> the other one is Wild Wild West, which is basically just a family ride through a classic Wild West town with saloons and a shootout and stuff like that. So it's going to have like live actors and that kind of thing. Right. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's it. it that's yeah. your. That, that's it. That's your area. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah I want to breathe over this one because it's weak. It gets a lot better after this. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Right. Um, fine. So, my next area is the Hollywood backlot, which was my way of tenuously tying in three rides that I liked into the same area. Um, so, in the Hollywood backlot, I've got Jaws, the ET Adventure, and Hollywood Dream, which is uh, that uh, roller coaster. Um, and my two rides that I'm going to be implementing into this area is, as I said, this gives me the opportunity to just throw in anything that I want, any IP. And you know what's missing from Universal nowadays, cool. Sam? Lord of the Rings? Back, back to the Future. Oh, Back to the Future, yeah. Back to the Future. Back to the Future was a classic attraction that was replaced by The Simpsons. In my opinion, I wish that they hadn't done that. <laughs> yeah, Back to the Future was great. Um, so, I'm going to, this is a reimagining. This is not just bringing back the old ride because it's probably a bit dated now i mean it's just a screen it's a bit like your helicopter ride yeah <laughs> but um you know better because it's got ip attached to it so in this reimagining this is going to be you, you, it's still going to be at the the institute of future technology which is where the original was and we're going to get um christopher lloyd back uh, uh as as old doc brown and we're going to get um you know michael j fox as old marty mcfly and I actually can't remember the name of the guy who played Biff, but we're going to get him back as well, and he's going to play old Biff. And there's okay. going to be like a, a lot of jokes because effectively the 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 setup for the ride is going to be very similar to the last one, where you're visiting the future te- Institute of Future Technology, and then Biff steals a time machine. And there's going to be a lot of jokes with Doc, and I'm like, how how could we let this happen again? You know, we didn't learn from the last time and all this. Yeah. Um, and then you're going to get in the ride vehicle, which is going to be more along the lines of something like Test Track uh, as a ride vehicle. Um, and you're going to go through uh, some show scenes with some screens as well. And you're going to be chasing Biff through time. Again, like the last one, but it's more of a reimagining. Um, so you're going to go through uh, Hill Valley um, in prehistoric times. So you're going to have some dinosaurs uh, through the Old West, uh, 1955, so like classic um hill valley and then also the future hill valley so i think this will be really cool because you'll get we're going to have like big sets of um of hill valley so they'll have a lot of places that you recognize you know the clock tower and uh, and um 
you know, the uh, the soda shop, etc., etc. And I think it'd be a really maybe have a themed dining area as well. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of scope for it. Like Back to the Future, everybody loves Back to the Future still, and uh, it is quite sad that there's not really much presence in the parks uh, nowadays. There's there's still like a Doc Brown walk around character. I think, um, and then they've got like the train from Back to the Future Three in in the studios in Florida, just as like a just just that just sits there, doesn't do anything. Yeah, it all seems a bit um, strange though, because like the same way they have Beetlejuice wandering about. Yeah, yeah. So it's sad. I mean, I think you know it's actually a beloved property still. Um, and we've touched on this before about like Universal, like they should be treating some of their older rides with a bit more respect like if they'd kept back to the future people would still go on it like it's probably it's newer than star tours and yet star tours is still there and yeah, everybody still still loves star it tours was like the 80s wasn't it or 70s. yeah 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 exactly and it's kind of it's a bit like star tours the original the original ride um in fact it's exactly like star tours um so you know it's a shame that they didn't keep that open but Anyway, that gives them the opportunity to upgrade it and bring it back and be something like what I've described. So what's the other one? Uh, my other one is called Ghostbusters Ghost Attack. I see. Uh, I, I wanted to get a Ghostbusters ride in as well, but oh, I could have put that into the American Adventure because Ghostbusters you could, is set You definitely could have done. Yeah, oh the, irony, the irony I had is that I thought that New York would be tough to fill and then I realised I had three rides that could have fit in there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I could stick it in a Hollywood backlot, no problem, because as I said, you can literally put anything you want in here. Um, so yeah, so the Ghostbusters goes back. Ghostbusters has been a feature in Universal Parks before. I think, I don't think they've had a ride, but they've had like a show, I think, before. They've always, got, they've always got a house. Well, I think actually, what was it, a recent addition, the, the, the house at Horror Nights? Ghostbusters oh, the Horror Nights house, yeah. So I imagine this is, is like very similar to uh, Men in Black Alien Attack, your favourite ride. Um, so this is going to be like a shooting ride and you're going to go through like the Ghostbusters firehouse and it's going to be like set up as in like a, a show around. And this is the original Ghostbusters, by the way, this isn't bloody remakes. Um, yeah. and you know, they're going to say to you, Oh, well, you know, go on our ghost catching practice course. But then it turns out there's real ghosts there and it ends with, um, you know, the stay puff Mark Mallow man that you have to zap with you. Uh, proton pack gun that's attached to your ride vehicle so yeah pretty simple ride but I think people would like it because you know I, I love that ride. Isn't it? yeah yeah okay. well you definitely like it because it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> you still not forgive me for that I don't think no I'm never going to forget it to be honest well then in that case I'll move on to the, my land which has got that in so I, I had um, Sci-Fi Island which had a Man in Black Alien Attack the Battlestar Galactica Dueling Coaster from Singapore and E.T. the Adventures of E.T. the ride the ride the Adventures of E.T. the ride Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to add a land which was rumoured but has never really come to fruition, which I'm going to call Starfleet Academy. Oh, okay. So here's some IP. You see, you know, you understand what IP can get you. See, because uh, the, there were rumours that Universal were going to add a Star Trek area to Florida. Um, yeah. But it's not happened yet. So I'm doing it. Uh, so I'm going to have this as a, a little subsection of Sci Fi Island, and it's going to be um, set up like the Starfleet Academy from. The new Star Trek movies, which you perceive okay. particularly in the first Star Trek movie. Um, okay. Or is it the second? Actually, it's the second, isn't it? Of the newer movies, you mean? Yeah. Into Darkness is where you see more of Starfleet Academy, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. It actually gets attacked by um, by uh, by Benedict Cumberbatch. Or Khan. Khan. Spoiler yeah. alert. Um, yeah, that, I remember in the, in the cinema when he went, <laughs> I am Khan. And all went quiet and I, I 
the cinema I went to was one where they have a, a break at half time and you can order beers. So I'd I'd had a few what? pints and I just That's went so no. Weird. Wait a sec, wait, wait a sec. What? You, yeah, it like, pauses at half time and you go get a beer. Yeah, there's a half time interval and then like a curtain comes down and you can go and get a beer. I really don't know how I feel about that. Like, because on the one hand, you get to go get a beer. Yeah. But on the other hand, like you're immersed in a film and then it pauses at half time. Yeah, stop. it is a weird one. Mm, um, I don't know gonna, about this. I'm going to have two rides. The first is, um, is like, uh, it's called um, Starfleet Cadet Training and it's going to be um, similar to sort of those kind of interactive 3D experiences. Uh, but it's funny because both my rides, the blurb starts with like smugglers run but. Uh, <laughs> so this one is you're trying to complete the Kobayashi Maru. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, the, the no-win scenario and it's going to be extremely difficult to beat it such that if anyone beats the Kobayashi Maru, they get a free trip to my park. Wow, that's crazy. So it can but be thought, beaten. But I thought the whole point of it is that you can't beat it. Yeah, but Captain unless, Kirk did. Unless, yeah, he cheated though. Yeah, well, maybe there's a way to do that. I've not thought about how you could beat it, but there is a way to do it. And if you beat it, you get a free trip to the park. Okay, I mean, I do have one slight point about this. Is yeah. that isn't something that I've heard... Again, I, I've never actually been on it, so I can't really say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. For, from what I hear, one of the problems with Smuggler's Run is that like people... Are, basically, people are bad at it. Um, yeah. So you don't really get... like a true proper ride experience. Like it's very dependent on who you're riding with basically. Yeah. Um, are you going to not have the same problem where if you've got like a Starfleet crew uh, helping you, like, cause I assume that's what you're going to do. Like you're going to have a different, different roles. You have the captain and the, yeah. Yeah. Like what happens if people are shit? Well, then you don't pass. It's difficult to pass anyway. <laughs> people aren't going to like it though. I oh, see. I, I like smugglers run there. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose, but this is kind of like more of a test. Well, like along that, is an exam. <laughs> like you'll come out and then you'll go, you failed, five-year-old child. <laughs> well, alongside that then, my second ride, which is Starship Enterprise, mm-hmm. is again going to be like Smuggler's Run, but also mixed with Mission <laughs> like Space, Run, but... where the jobs okay. that you get are actually quite simple. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So I'm, I think... I'm, but when I say it's like Smuggler's Run, I mean you're going to have an entire fully re- reworked version of the Enterprise Bridge. Um, cool. but there's going to be um, a paid cast member who's going to be Captain Kirk or the captain of the Enterprise is going to have his yellow shirt and um, everyone else has got jobs on the bridge oh okay and there's going That's to be lots of different scenarios you can have so it's not going to be the same every single time um, so one could be getting uh, attacked by Romulans the other one could be uh, Klingons the other one could be landing on a new planet and that kind of stuff um, oh, okay. yeah, and everyone's going to have different roles to play in that as well yeah. Um, so, well, for interactivity, inter, in, in, yeah, that's how you say it, right? It's, it's one of those because, like, the reason I got frustrated with Universal and the use of screens is because yeah, you've got a lot of screens. I've it's just because I, I don't necessarily have an issue with screens. I have an issue with the fact that they don't update them. So a lot of them are just like, oh, you can tell it's a screen. Mm, uh, yeah. Like I like Smuggler's Run so much because it was interactive. You weren't a passive member. Like even on Spider Man, you're just going where the ride takes you. Whereas I know with Smuggler's Run, you can technically not do anything and still pass the mission from what I've heard, but you feel like you're actively involved. And then yeah. with, with Flight of Passage, I think is the best use of screens of any ride I've ever been on. Yeah, like, but that's that's kind of like, that's exactly the same as like your uh, 
you've got no control over that. You know. Then you've got things not... like smells and all that kind of stuff. And I think screens. I think screens can be utilised correctly. Uh, I think. I think the problem with the universals, yeah, yeah, as you said, they don't update them, so then they start looking really bad. But they're also like there's too much. Like the best use of screens, I think, are when you combine it with you know, real things. I mean, it's a bit like CGI, right? Like, CGI can be spectacular yeah. if it's used, well, basically sparingly, you know, and if you combine CGI with practical sets and practical effects, then it can look incredible. Well, the um, other the other idea I had was to have the full bridge, but it'd be really difficult to do to have that on a track so it's actually flying through physical sets. Yeah. No, no, I think, I think that what you've described is where you would you know, have to implement a screen, basically. It's the only real way you could do it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, I I mean, I, I you know, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I, I, I do think that, well, actually, I think Harry Potter Forbidden Journey, it demonstrates this perfectly. You know, you've got a lot of screens which does things that you couldn't do without the screens. So you've got the characters from the show and, you know, you the, the film, sorry, and you're flying around places you know very quickly but then you transition into these physical sets which makes everything feel more real it's more immersive um and, and it's kind of the same with uh, uh uh rise of the resistance but you know to a greater scale i think and less screens more sets this is why um, i was a bit a bit disappointed by soaring as well i just i could i'm just like well, i can tell that's a screen it's yeah not, yeah yeah i'm with you and the, the problem i have with soaring as well is that the transitions between the places you're soaring to are really, really bad. Like, it's just like you're flying above, you know, Antarctica, and then suddenly it, it the, you get this mist over the screen, and suddenly you're in Egypt. So like, it it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm, I'm really not a huge fan of soaring. Like, I like it. It's fine. But I would I would not be happy if I waited a long time for it. See, the reason... Uh, sorry if you can hear a sign in the background. I keep meeting Yeah, somebody, somebody's yeah. trying to buy, like, you know, Easter eggs, non-essential items. Um, yes. No, I, the, the reason I loved Smuggler's Run and the reason I liked Flight of Passage and the reason I think Gringotts is my favourite of the Harry Potter rides as well is because I feel like I'm actually there. Exactly, yeah. No, no, that's that's exactly it. That's what I'm trying to say, yeah. So the screens can be used well, just as long as it you know adds to the immersion rather than just, it's just like you're watching a TV. <clears throat> so which land are you in next then? Okay, so I'm going to go now into Jurassic World. Um, so as I said last time, um, Jurassic World instead of Jurassic Park, and that's kind of just so that you can I can bring in elements from both the film series because you don't need to like the film series to make a good ride out of it. Um, so for my first ride, I am ripping it straight out of that film, which is the gyroscope sequence. Yeah, because um, that's a pretty cool concept, regardless of how poor the film is. Exactly. I mean, Jurassic World, the first one, I think is fine. I mean, again, it's a tangent. Yeah, I, I did quite enjoy the first one. I, I watched any of the others, but I did, I did quite enjoy the first Jurassic World. Yeah. I'm just not compelled to watch the others. I, I, I enjoyed it as well. I mean, I've not watched it since, but I enjoyed it the first time. Um, so, yeah, so basically this is like a trackless dark ride, Not, but it's not a dark ride because it's going to be like open air. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I see this is basically exactly what happens in the film. You start off in like a leisurely, as a leisurely ride, and you're going to have, you know, your nice dinosaurs, your Brachiosaurus, your Stegosaurus, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then it's going to go wrong when you get chased by the Indominus Rex. How this is going to work, I don't know. <laughs> it's interesting because, like, you've mentioned Dark Ride a few times. One of the things I've done quite a bit here is put in a few more Dark Rides because that's one of the things I miss when I'm at Universal. 
Universal needs more dark rides. Yeah, totally does. Um, but this, when I say dark, I don't actually mean dark ride because I want this to be open air. Um, but it's going to be trackless uh, so that you can have the vehicle like it is in the film. Um, yeah, and then you're just going to get chased by the Indominus Rex as it happens in the uh, the movie. It turned into kind of like a high-speed chase, a bit more uh, thrilling. I'm, I'm intrigued to see how you get a fifth ride out of Jurassic World. This is the one I'm actually most excited for. So this is my Discovery Center dark ride. Okay. Um, so as I mentioned in the last one, I've got a, dis- a Discovery Center. Oh yeah, I also forgot to say what else is in this land. It's uh, Jurassic World River Adventure... The flying dinosaur and raptor roller coaster. It's um, funny because um, when we when you finish and we go on to mine, I've also got something that starts in the Discovery Center. Yeah, so my idea for the Discovery Center was a bit. It, it, it's not going to have food court. It's going to be. There is actually going to be a, like educational things in there. Like if you want to learn about dinosaurs and stuff, it's a little bit like the way that it was when I was last there. But sadly, from the sounds of it, that's gone and it's now food court, which is really upsetting. Um, and a bad one as well. Yeah, so I'm going to put that back in there. So there's going to be like educational elements if you want, you know, your kids to learn about dinosaurs and stuff. And there's going to be a ride as well. And this is the the Discovery Center ride. So it starts off exactly like in the original movie. So you're going to have Mr. DNA talking to you on the old screen. You remember this, him, Sam? This, this is weird. Dino DNA. This is weird. You're describing my ride. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, there's not that much you can do. So basically with this one, well, I'll, I'll describe it a bit more and we'll see whether there's more overlap. So so it does start like that. So you're going to talk th- you know, talk about the cloning and all that. And then the audio crackles and the lights go out. Uh, and then you start hearing some noises, some screeching, some clawing at the doors. This is a scary ride. This is like Alien Encounter um, back in Disney. Uh, and then you're going to hear the raptors all running around you and you're locked in place so you can't move. Uh, and then it, you're going to go off the track through like the behind the scenes of uh, of it. But it's all going to be in pretty much total darkness at this point. Uh, and you're going to have. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be scary. Um, and you're going to have, you know, raptor animatronics at key points with flashing lights, lots of scary noises. Um, and eventually this is going to end. It's going to keep building up um, until they have the end scene when you go into the classic atrium set and you're going to have a giant T-Rex um, eating the raptors or one of them, kill it or one of them. He's stood on one and he's eating it uh, and he's going to roar with the banner when dinosaurs rule the world come down and it's going to be ripped straight out of the movie. So you're going to get to be to experience that amazing scene from the film and I think people love that that sounds really that, good that's the right yeah it's not, it's not well it's sort of like mine but also not so mine is different um, so that was Jurassic World for you then yep that's Jurassic World that's like utilising everything you could do with Jurassic World as well well I'm going into my next line which is Ancient Beasts which is where oh, I yeah. had the Jurassic Park River Adventure but I also had um, Kong Squall Island and I had um, the Mummy you know that famous Ancient Beast <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my fourth ride is a dark ride based around the film Abominable, which I don't know if you've seen that. That's a film about um, the Abominable Snowman, basically, about the Yeti. Uh, oh, yeah. Really yeah, nice I've film. heard of it. I've not, I've not seen it, but... Um... It's a really nice film, and it's quite a, a aesthetically pleasing film with the, with the animations. So basically, um, uh, this young girl in, in Shanghai finds the Abominable Snowman on her roof, 
uh, names him Everest and has got to basically get him back to reuniting with his family before um, he's captured by this this yeti um, animal tracker type dude. You know, your classic bad guy you would expect in that movie. Um, so it's just basically going to follow that story because um, it's, like I say, it's a really nice film to look at so you can make a really pretty dark ride out of it. And mm-hmm. I'd, I'd use, when we were at Hard Rock, this trailer was played on the TV all the time. And they had like a, a violin version of Go Your Own Way by Fleetwood Mac playing in the background. Really? Yeah, which was really nice. And actually the, the music for this movie is, is it's a really nice soundtrack, but that was missing from it. So I'd have that playing in the background as well because it sounds oh, really okay. good. Uh-huh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite. It's a really good movie and I think it'd make a nice family ride. Um, yeah, that sounds, uh, that sounds good. That, my, mine is definitely lacking family rides. I've got one more family ride and that's it. But well, this anyway. next one's a family ride as well, a Jurassic Park family ride. Okay. So you come into the Discovery Centre and uh-huh. there's a guy dressed up as uh, Richard Attenborough's character. I can't remember the name of the guy. Um, and he's uh, welcoming you to the Jurassic Park Discovery Centre and he's saying things like, hurry up, come on, my grandchildren will be here soon. Um, yeah. So you get onto the ride before the characters of Jurassic Park. The, the, the theory is you're getting on it before they've arrived. Ah. So the story hasn't kicked off yet. So you get to go in and you get to do that whole thing where you sit in the chair and you go around and see Mr. DNA and all that kind of stuff. And then you get to go in the car and go around and see all the dinosaurs. Yeah. And everything's fine. But then when you get off and then go on the river adventure, that's when the family have arrived and everything's going to shit, basically. Oh, I see. I see. John Hammond is his name. Yeah, so you're arriving at Jurassic Park just before the events of that movie. That's a good good concept. So so yours is basically like, it is the, you know bog standard as it's supposed to be discovery yeah. center ride rather than something going wrong yeah so you get to go around the discovery center first and see all the technology and then you get to go in the the um, the jeep and go around and see all the dinosaurs cool that's that. oh right oh so you get to go on the jeep as well yeah we're talking proper high spec dinosaurs as well oh brilliant okay that's but cool. it's, it's only when you go on the river adventure that things start to go awry Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I, I was toying between having the Jeeps instead of the gyroscopes. Um, but the interesting thing is that I would have had the scene where the T-Rex chases the Jeeps rather than it be like a, a leisurely thing. Yeah. No, I like um, the idea of having a few family rides in there as well. No, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, because, yeah. Well, the, the gyroscopes is a family ride for me. Um, yeah. yeah, it's exciting. But, the, but family rides the, can be exciting. Yeah, the Discovery Center, definitely not. Like, kids can go on it, but it'll fucking scare them. Like, it's, it's meant to be scary. Um, okay, that sounds really cool. Uh, right, so my next land is Super Nintendo World. I thought you'd finish um, with Harry Potter. See, Harry Potter. Yeah. I'm, going with, I'm going with Harry Potter next. My best ride's in the uh, in the uh, Marvel area. Well, as I said, like with Harry Potter, I had a lot of ideas for rides, uh, and I had to whittle them down to two. And one of them, I just went absolutely mental with. Um, so get excited. Um, so anyway, yeah. So in Super Nintendo World. The only rides that we actually have confirmed at all are Super Mario Kart, Donkey Kong and, and Yoshi, um, which I think, as it stands, is quite limited considering how many amazing characters Nintendo actually own. So I'm going to explore... Can I guess which two IPs you've taken from Nintendo? Uh, go on. Uh, Legend of Zelda. Correct. And Pokemon. Correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got it in, he got it in one. Yeah. Go on then. Well, well done. Okay, so... I have two offshoot areas of my Super Nintendo world. So the first is the Kingdom of Hyrule, um, which, if you don't know, is Legend of Zelda. Yep. So, uh, so it's going to have a Hyrule castle um, 
and Castle Square. That's kind of how I'm imagining it as the as the land, you know, the, the Castle Square and the castle. And the ride is going to be within the castle, um, similar to uh, to Hogwarts, to be honest. And it's actually going to be a very similar ride is how I imagine it. So it's going to be a dark ride with giant sets that takes you through some of the, um, the iconic dungeons of the series. So I'm actually imagining, as I here in my notes, <laughs> I would say maybe dark ride similar to Rise of the Resistance. So that's what I'm thinking of. Um, so you're going to have some screen. So you're going to be watching Link go through these dungeons. So I don't really know what the concept of the story for you. I I mean, I don't know. You're just watching him. You're just going through these dungeons with him. Um, maybe you're the annoying fairy that says, Hey, listen, maybe that's it. That's who you are. Okay. Um, so yeah, so he's going to be fighting some of these enemies. You're going to have some of the some big animatronics of some of the iconic enemies, like you know the uh, the uh, Bacoblins or the um, uh, the skeleton spiders. Oh God, this is making me look stupid. I've never uh, played it, so. Anyway, well then, yeah, it doesn't matter. I know, I know Zelda. I swear, I haven't played it right now. <laughs> um, anyway, so you go through some of the classic dungeons like the Forest Temple, the Fire Temple, etc., and then you're going to end up like outside of Hyrule Castle so sort of like behind Hyrule Castle so you wouldn't be able to see it uh when you're in front in the actual land and you're going to have like an ending fight with Beast Ganon who's like a giant big boar uh and you're going to see like Link animatronic on a horse um and then it ends up with Link winning and you know he's got the master sword and everybody's yeah. happy so yeah I think uh, that would be a really cool ride that everybody would like. Yeah, that sounds cool. What's your second your Pokemon ride all about then? Okay, so yeah, my Pokemon area, I was kind of struggling to think of like what it was based on. And then I kind of just thought like maybe Pallet Town or maybe like a recreation of one of the towns. I don't really know. Um, and so my Pokemon ride is going to be like, a, it's a family ride and it's going to be based on Pokemon Snap. Did you ever play Pokemon Snap? Were you taking photos of Pokemon? Yep, yeah, you taking photos of Pokemon. Um, so it's kind of like, it's going to be like a slow moving ride, a bit like Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. Yeah. Or um, Toy Story Mania. But you're going to have like a camera instead of a gun. Uh, and you're going to take pictures of the Pokemon. And through some unknown, undesigned algorithm that I haven't designed, it's going to be able to like get points for your pictures of how good they are of these different Pokemon. There's going to be like animatronics and stuff. It's going to be cool, like an all round little family ride. With Pokemon. That sounds cool. But think of the merch, Sam. Think, yeah, think of, of the merch. merch. Yeah. God, so much merch. So okay. much merch. Well, I'm going into Harry Potter next. Right, so I'm okay. saving my best ride for last. Well, might not be my best ride. I- I'm happy with it. So, yeah. in, I'm saving my maddest ride for last. In my, in my Wizarding World, I had the obvious choices, which is Magical Creatures, Gringotts, and um, Forbidden Journey. Yeah. And you link the two. I can't remember how I decided we were going to link Diagon Alley with Hogsmeade. Was it through a port key or was it through... We had different ideas. My yeah. idea was like you walk through like a little scaled down false perspective valley where you see a model of the Hogwarts Express. I think I might um, the same. Yeah. Well, and then the other two. idea was like through the fireplace. I've got two rides, both uh, centred around the castle. So the castle's going to be bigger in mine. Cool. Uh, one of them is in the grounds of the castle. You go out into... The um, playing fields, and you attend Madame Hooch's flight school. Okay, yeah, that's that's interesting. This Which was is, one. Of, this sounds like one of my cut rides. So that's okay. good. 
Well, they think of it like test track, or sort yeah. of, but not at the same time. You, you design your own broom. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, cool. So, and then um, you sort of maybe going into groups of eight. Um, you, once you've designed your own broom for things like speed and agility and that kind of stuff, yeah. you, get, you, you climb onto a broom, but you put VR goggles on. And what you okay. can see, so okay. you're actually touching a broom, so it feels like you're on a broom, but it actually looks like the one that you've designed. Oh, um, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, that's cool. And it's like a standard sort of simulation type environment, but it's like, um, I'm not sure whether it's a race or a Quidditch match yet, but basically the person who designs the best broom wins. Okay. Similar to Test Track, so you know, like if you all design your car and the person who designs it best gets the highest score. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's kind of this virtual reality experience of flying on these brooms that you've designed yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it doesn't really need much more description than that, I don't think. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, and the second one is a dark ride, which is within the castle. I don't yeah. know what the ride vehicle is yet, but this is uh-huh. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And Ugh. I think this is the only way to do a Fantastic Beasts ride is to make it about the beasts, which is you get on this ride vehicle and you go into Newt's Commander's suitcase. Sure, okay. And you're in this <laughs> fantasy world with all these amazing animatronics of all these different characters, all these different creatures. Um, I don't know whether yeah, I mean, well, not sounds, put an element sounds... of danger in here or just make it like a dark ride where it's just like, oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. That's cool. Look at that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, because... I think you got to have some danger in there. Get one of the dangerous beasts loose or something. Yeah, maybe Chasing the... Chasing you around. Yeah, maybe the, the, the big thing. I can't remember what it's called. Like a big dog type thing or a big cat. I can't remember what it was called. You oh, know what I don't mean. know. Yeah. yeah. In those really memorable movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think it's a poorly used. The, the films really don't make the most of what they can do. That's the no, problem. they really, really don't. And I think you can make a really cool dark ride out of that. I would agree with you. Yeah. So, but I am sad that it's. You've I'll, put I'll it be in honest. Part of my choices were inspired area. by the fact that I don't want to pitch the same ideas as you, and I think I would have ended up doing that. I can't imagine how you possibly could have found the same one as me for this last one. Okay. <laughs> but well, maybe maybe this one. Maybe this next one. Another idea was a Ministry of Magic ride. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do for this yeah. one. So is, is it, are we actually going into your Harry Potter now? Yeah, so now my Harry Potter, which has the exact same rides as you, as the you know the original ones, Forbidden Journey, Gringotts, and Hagrid's Magical Creature of the Magic Adventure. Um, so the first ride I have is is, yeah, the... Escape the Department of Mysteries, Ministry of Magic ride. Um, so the queue is going to be sort of like above ground near Diagon Alley. Um, and then you're going to go through like uh, into a phone box, which acts as like a lift to the ride vehicle. So you know how in Gringotts you've got like the fake lift that takes you down to the vaults. It's going to be like yeah. that. Um, and if you, you know, if you should, if you remember from the books slash movies, that's how you access the Ministry of Magic through the, uh, yeah. the, the guest, the guest entrance anyway, uh, inside a phone box. Um, so yeah, so you go into this phone box, actually lift and the ride vehicle, um, boarding station is going to be in like an amazing recreation of the Ministry Atrium. Um, so this ride is going to take you through the Department of Mysteries um, and we're going to go through you know more than what they explored in the film it was a very disappointing sequence in the film actually where I think that they could have done a lot more with it Um, but it's going to be during the you know big fight between uh, Harry and his friends and the Death Eaters and it's going to end with this fight between Dumbledore and Voldemort so it's going to be you know a combination of screens and and sets and stuff so i think it'd be it'd be 
pretty cool. I mean, it's, I think. It's, it's, the, it's, it's the obvious, right? But if you're going to expand Wizarding World, it's the obvious thing to put in there, isn't it? it? I think it's almost a given at this point that they are going to do something like this soon, um, because <clears throat> they will definitely expand Wizarding World further, and this is just a logical place to go. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see when and if they do that, if and when. So what's this big one then? Right. This is a, a ride that will never be made, but, you know, fuck it. It's my park, so I'll do what I want. Um, this is the Triwizard Challenge, Sam. Is it Rise of the Resistance style, but you're doing the Triwizard no, Cup? it's nothing like that. Um, yeah, no, it's nothing like that. Um, this, So, as I said in the last episode, like my Wizarding World is much larger in scale than the ones that exist. There's like a whole grounds outside of Hogwarts. Uh, and the main reason for that was to have space for this ride. And there's going to be a giant lake as well. So because we lost Dragon Challenge, we don't have Dragon Challenge. Um, that's kind of where I think we can have representation for the Triwizard Tournament. Um, and what I have here in capital letters in my notes is multiple ride systems, Sam multiple ride systems and that is how it is kind of similar to rise of resistance um so you start off that so the way that i've kind of pitched this is that you're watching the challenges uh almost as if you were like a dynamic camera so like if these if the trial was a tournament was shown on tv it would be like you know with a magical drone was following the champions and you're filming them as they're doing their challenges that's kind of how i'm imagining it okay um so the first ride system that you start off with, this is the Dragon Challenge. Um, you, it's a bit like a roller coaster, uh, and you straddle the ride system like it's a bike. So it's a bit like you know Hagrid and uh, Pandora as well. And there's a bit a mix of screens and real life transition. I really like that as a ride system. It's clear because I've used that in like every ride I've noticed. Yeah. Um, but I just really like it. I think it's a really effective way of uh, immersing you in the world. Um, so it's going to be quite fast-paced and you're going to have you know huge dragon animatronics, uh, but you're going to be flying around as if it was a broomstick. Because I wanted to get like that experience of flying a broomstick, but I also wanted uh, you know a bit more than that as well. Okay. Um, so once you've done that, you get off, you get off that ride system and you move on to the next task, which is by the lake. And here, you're going to get into like a magic bubble almost is what I'm imagining. And then it's going to appear like you're going to go down into the real lake that is in my land. But you're not. This is going to be a sneaky little trick. So you think um, you're going underwater. Well, you think you're going underwater. But it's a bit like in Japan where they've got the 20,000 leagues ride, which is like just a dark ride actually. But it looks like you're underwater, even though you're technically not. Um, and it's going to be really cool because you're going to see like huge underwater ruins um, with like a giant squid animatronic and mermaid animatronics. And it, my idea for this is it's it, these sets are going to be massive because you have to believe that you're under the lake, um, where in fact you're going to be underground in in like a dark ride showroom. That's kind of how I'm imagining. Sounds good so far. Um, so then the final task. You're going to get off this bubble, and this isn't a ride at all, Sam. It's a maze. Now, oh, so you're I'm actually a- looking for the Triwizard Cup now. I know, I know what you're thinking. That doesn't sound that exciting. But 
what you're going to do here is that you're going to, instead of, you know, a lot of these things, I think the future of a lot of these rides is that you're going to have like AR headsets or VR headsets or whatever. So in this, you're going to have like, it, it's, they're going to give you an interactive wand, which is better than those ones that you can buy from the shops where you have to stand there for 20 minutes and wiggle it around until it detects it. My idea for this is that the technology is like a lot more advanced, such as what you would find in like a VR, um, controller if you know what i mean so a bit like the void at disney springs yeah exactly like that um and you're going to go through this maze and it's going to be it's not going to be like a proper maze in that there's going to be loads of different ways you can go so there's going to be like a set path so that you can keep up flow through of people um and it's going to be like a combination of the the movie and the books so you're going to have hedges close off as you walk through it, which is how you force people to go. They think they're going a way that is different to everybody else, but in fact, it's exactly the same. It's just that the hedges change. Um, and there's going to be like obstacles that you encounter. And the idea that I've got here is that you use the interactive ones to, to do spells. Ah, so you're actually fighting as well. So you can actually physically do this. Because I think that is something that they haven't quite gotten down yet in Harry Potter land. Um, where you feel like you're actually performing magic. And I think that this is a really great way to be able yeah. to do that. Um, so the idea is that, that, these, that there'll be a system in place that can more accurately map your movements um, with the wand uh, and can detect you actually using the spells rather than those infrared little tips on the end of those wands that you've got at the moment. Um, yeah, so then I think that you get to the centre of the maze and there's a Triwizard Cup there. And my plan for this is that to get out of the centre of the maze, you're going to go through a port key, which is what happens in the in the book, is that the Triwizard Cup's port key. And in this, the port key is like a drop tower. So in this case, we've got right. three different ride systems. Um, so you get your final one and the port key is like a drop tower underground. And then there's like a pathway out through the Forbidden Forest and back into uh, the Wisdom World Harry Potter. That sounds awesome. I mean, it's 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 insane. I mean, it would never happen, but if it did, it would be amazing. The the maze bit almost sounds like you've improved on the idea of the the, the game that you get on your phone. Which you know, which which game? Get, it's a bit like po Pokemon Go, but it's Harry Potter. Oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I've not played that actually, because uh, yeah, but yeah, it's it'd be like that. Well, I'm going yeah. into my final land, which, which is... is Superhero Sanctuary. Oh yes. yes. So if you remember, it was set around the fact that the superheroes are in hiding because um, everything's gone. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool cool concept, yeah. Everything's gone awry. And if you remember, I had... Um, uh, what did I have? Hulk, Spider-Man, and Doctor Doom. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I've got two rides. The first is a cop-out. Okay. Because it's Ant-Man Adventure. Um, okay. And it's basically Spider-Man, but it's Ant-Man. Um, okay. <laughs> but you're going to get to... But it's going to have lots of transitions where you, you, know, you go into the size of an ant and then go into the size of a man. Um so okay. yeah, that's cool. that's literally my idea. You have a similar type of ride system where you've got screens and three D glasses, but you keep going tiny and then going big again. Okay, interesting. Yeah, that's that really. But the one nice. the one I like is, is is Rise of the Avengers. Okay, I just okay. realised that sounds like Rise of the Resistance, and it's nothing it does. like it. It does. Oh, um, like it. Okay. So it's a multiple track roller coaster. Oh, okay. Um, and it's completely random which track you get on, but each track represents a different superhero. Um, right, so it's, okay. it's part indoor, part outdoor, and each track has its own independent story for that superhero. Right, uh, okay. So, and it's all going to be about 
the fact that the superheroes are now trying to fight back. So how many tracks have you got? Um, well, I mean, what would you say the most critical Avengers are? I'd say Iron Man, Captain America, uh, Thor, Thor, Hulk. Hulk. Yeah, I mean, but I've already got a Hulk roller coaster, haven't I? So. Yeah, yeah, you do. Um, I don't know. We'll throw we'll throw Black Panther in there instead. Um, Hawkeye, yeah. Black Widow, I don't know. Yeah, basically the original ones in the movie. And they're all going to go off in their own direction, all have different stories. Um, but then towards the end, all the tracks will meet together. Right, uh, okay. So this idea of the Avengers forming, and then the music kicks up, and then yeah. uh, the, the final thing is you sort of all blast through some giant enemy or something like that. Um, right, um, okay. I don't want to say Thanos because that's a bit too close to a, a movie. I don't think of something big that they could be fighting at the end. I don't know. Um, but it's basically a bit built around this concept that they're all doing their own thing and then they all come together at the end. Yeah, so that sounds really cool. You could go on this many times because each time you go on a different track for a different superhero, you get a different ride. Yeah. So a lot more rideability. Um, and I think this would be the, sh- the centerpiece for, for my superhero area. Yeah, I think that sounds really cool. It's definitely like uh, very ambitious to have so many different tracks. Yeah, it's going to be huge. <laughs> so, um, Yeah, I think that sounds great. I'd love to go on that. So that caps off our parks, doesn't it? It does. So is it time to summarise? It is. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I'm not going to go through the old rides that I had because I've yeah. talked about them enough. We've done that. Um, so, yeah, we've got New York where we've got the eighth wonder of the world um, where you're trying to escape a giant King Kong. We've got Spider-Man Swinging Adventure where you're swinging through the streets of New York City. And then in the Hollywood backlot, we've got the Back to the Future um, ride you know, the new one, which is recreation or like a reimagining. Um, and then the Ghostbusters ghost attack. Uh, and then Jurassic World, you've got the Jurassic World gyroscopes and the Discovery Center dart ride. And then in Super Nintendo World, we have The Legend of Zelda. Um, I've put like Dungeon Crawler. It's like a subtitle, but you know, it's crap. Um, and Pokemon Snap. And then we've got the Escape from the Department of Mysteries, the Ministry of Magic and the Triwizard Challenge. Nice. Can I can I change one? Yeah, I guess. Can I make my American adventure? I'll keep helicopter over in New York for traumatic helicopter crashing. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to get rid of Wild Wild West and stick in a Ghostbusters ride. Okay, that's fine. Where I'll you, let you do where that. you've got proton packs and you're shooting ghosts. I'll allow it. Um, and then I've got Ancient Beasts where I've got the Abominable Dark Ride and the Jurassic Park Family Ride where you basically, basically get to tour Jurassic Park before it all goes down the toilet. Um, uh-huh. Sci-Fi Island where I've got Starfleet Academy in which I've got the Kobayashi Maru and Starship Enterprise yeah. um, and then I've got the Hi- Wisdom World of High Potter where I've added Madame Hooch's Flight School and Fantastic Beasts and then mm-hmm. Marvel um, where I've got Ant-Man Adventure and Rise of the Avengers yep sounds very cool so I think the, I think the best ride goes to Triwizard Cup though I mean, I did think a lot about it, and I was, it just kind of got madder and madder. Like, I was like, how am I going to, originally, I, I was just going to do, like, a second task ride where you were under the lake, but then yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, but what if you could do all three? And it just went a bit insane. Yeah, sounds good. So, this has been quite a long one, so, um, but we've been very thorough. Yeah, so I hope we, you've enjoyed it. Yeah, let us know if you have. Um, I think next time, uh, we might go back to... I don't know, maybe take a trip back in time next time and talk about some theme park nostalgia. Yeah, we're, we'll, see. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll work it out and we'll see you next time. Yeah, we'll let you know when we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Very organised. All right, see you later.
Ja, bye bye everyone.